0: Don't you turn against me. I felt a great disturbance in the force. As if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror. And were suddenly
1: silenced. You're not with me. Then you're my enemy. You thunder against me! You have done that yourself. Release your anger.
0: Only your hatred can destroy me. I hate you. Bring balance to the
2: force. Not leave it in darkness. You Hello, and welcome to Who Shot First, a Star Wars controversy podcast, your one-stop shop for all controversies related to the Star Wars universe. I'm your host, Alex, and with me is our other host, Ethan. And today we have a very special guest. We have Sarah. Hello,
0: everyone. Yay! Yay. <laughs>
2: And we have our very special guest because we have a very special episode. This is our new holiday special. We're doing a holiday special about the Star Wars holiday special.
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) Everyone loves the holiday special. Everyone should.
2: That that is my (laughs) argument. So
0: that's that's what we're discussing tonight, isn't it? It is. Yes. Yes, Uh, it is. We're
2: discussing it. Oh, it's, yes. no, this is going to be good because we actually now have two people on the direct opposite sides and Correct. we may, we may get a little testy here today. We may oh, get a little right. testy mm-hmm. and I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Bound to
1: get testy. Bound to get so, testy.
2: All right. So first off, before we go, go any further, Sarah, what was your first experience with Star Wars or what, what did you, what got you into Star Wars? Do you remember? or your first experience with it?
0: Yes. I I don't know exactly what kind of started the chain of events, but I was in junior high, and all of the movies up to that point had come out. So episode three had been released and was out of the theaters and available back at the corner video rental store
2: none of the sequel trilogy but all the prequels. correct right so
0: i'm talking like 2006 so episodes one through six were available to watch and i'm like well this is it all of the star wars is out i'm just gonna sit down and like educate myself on this cultural thing because i know a lot of people like it it was a very intentional i'm gonna sit down and do it i didn't expect to fall in love with it so Yeah, I just kind of sat down and over the course it was one summer. So one summer I watched all of the Star Wars movies and fell in love with them. Was it an instant love or was it like, did it have to grow on you a little bit? No, it was pretty instant. Like I wanted to know what happened next. I was really intrigued by the galaxy and wanted to know
1: more. Okay. Like, did you know like the big reveal at all? I mean, did you know who Luke's father was before? Okay. yeah
0: like and I I think that's part of the reason like junior high Sarah wanted to watch it is because like it's so pervasive in our culture like I knew from a young kid Luke I am your father and so just to like understand it and appreciate it and because I thought it was the end I thought we were done and this is all our Star Wars and so we had a complete book-ended story so I wanted to consume the story yeah. and, and here we are a uh, couple more movies and several books and comics and stuff later we're
1: still going and tv shows and yeah and tv and shows we're still going. Th- yeah we're still going that's interesting that you that you came into it kind of in that that middle school kind of age i don't know i i guess to me i've 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 only found that that people you know or at least it's a lot older older people who who get into it who try to get into it at an older age Uh, they don't like it as much or they're not they don't fall in love with it or get the big deal as they the older they are I can see that Mm -hmm.
2: Mm. because yeah Star Wars is for kids everyone (laughs) (laughs) don't even get me started don't even get me started all right so we are going to just jump off we can we can jump off right now Fun little tidbit for everybody. Me and Sarah have seen the new Star Wars Holiday Special. The Lego, oh, the Lego, Star, Ho- the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh. Star. And it's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Right? I, I like that one. There were some really good laugh out loud funny moments. Yes. So.
1: Well, I've, I saw the trailer. And so it, it's nice that it's not like really taking itself that seriously. Right. It's just kind of nice. no, no, it does yeah. not.
0: It is not yeah. canon.
1: There is no, no way sure. that it is right. canon. <laughs> no, no.
0: No, but it does a good job of respecting the the Star Wars universe for the most part. Yes. Like, I mean, if you're a fan of like any of the Lego Star Wars games, I think you're going to enjoy
1: the, the special. No, uh, no holographic uh, dance scenes or baking scenes? <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right.
2: At holographic there was a cooking scene though yeah that's what there. I meant yeah but the, the there was a cooking scene. no I, I know but like there, there was a cooking scene but yes. they did it a little better
0: yeah it, but it, yeah because I wasn't trying to do like a cooking show within the holiday special it's like the characters are like cooking a meal so oh, it, okay. it's not like the show within the show bit <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> oh
2: all right so all right we are gonna <laughs> to get us started the star wars holiday special i will start us off with just first of all explaining the controversy and then giving us a little history about the holiday special all right i don't think you guys know very much about the holiday history or actually nope i gotta start it i, I missed it ethan and we can do sarah too but ethan what do you know about this holiday special because Spoiler for everybody, he hasn't seen it.
1: Well, so I have not seen it from beginning to end, but I've spent, I I think I saw somebody on YouTube, you know, posted a, a clip of it, you know, one time. And that kind of really just, watching that, I didn't think it was real at first. Like, it wasn't like, this wasn't, you know, this is some, you know, fan-made thing or, you know, some, yeah. Yeah. But then, when the actual characters from the movies showed up, it was just like, "Wow, okay, this is this is real." So then, I I just did a little bit of research on it. But back then, I I've forgotten it now. But basically, I, I'd seen all of the the parts that everybody are that are now infamous and you know everybody <laughs> hates. But yes, me personally, I have never actually sat down and watched it from beginning to end. I don't know if I could. Hopefully, I can convince you to do that this year okay. with
2: this podcast.
1: All right, I, I, I convinced Sarah I'm... to watch it a
2: second time, so wow. we've seen it. I mean, I've, I watch it every year. Every year you I do. watch it. Yes. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I don't.
1: Oh. How did you? Do you? Did you do? Uh, do you have it on physical DVD?
2: No, nobody has okay, it. Okay, physical so. DVD. I didn't the only person have... that ever had it on personal DVD, which I will, I will tell you, I can tell you now is versus the notes, but is Carrie Fisher. She got, she demanded a copy of it from George Lucas in order to do behind the scenes director commentary for the re-releases of the original trilogy.
1: Wow. Kudos to her. Yes.
2: And she's like, her, her joking, I think to me, I would put that in the positive side of it's good. She wanted to have proof that it's there she made the joke all the time of she wanted something uh that she could just put on the tv when parties were over and make people leave
1: <laughs> that's awesome so <laughs>
2: her family has a copy of it somewhere somewhere so
1: i wonder what that would auction off for someday if they ever like did a charity auction thing like, a lot. or something the only the only physical copy of the yeah no i have it
2: i got it on the internet so and it's got the original commercials and everything on it so oh really yep <laughs> nice so
0: see i actually enjoyed that, that part i think that the most of watching it with you is getting to see all of the
1: 1970s commercials mm-hmm. yeah that's the best thing about a holiday special is the ads right <laughs> can't wait to get back to those ads yep yep <laughs>
2: All right, so diving in. I got a bad feeling about this. I'll give you a little history about it. So the controversy is George Lucas hates this movie, hates it with a fiery passion. A lot of people hate it. And then there are the people that are like me who think it is so bad, it's good. And that is my, so I want, I want to preface this of so everybody like, it's not that I think it's an Oscar worthy movie. It's that it's so bad, it's hilarious. And it, not intentional, but you, it, you just have to watch it because it's hilarious. Controversy also comes from the fact that George Lucas does not want it released and does not want anything to do with it and has famously stated, if he had the time and a sledgehammer, he would destroy every copy.
1: <laughs>
2: so that's more pieces of the controversy. But there's nobody that officially would acknowledged that they were the starting idea of the holiday special. So Lucasfilm thought that it would be a good vehicle to push toys. And this came out in 78, a year after the original Star Wars came out. So an unnamed CBS executive came to George and Lucasfilm and said, Hey, we'd like to promote this. We'd like to do this. George said, sure. Sounds okay. The original script, and then it, so it was It was written as a script was written. The original script focused on a galactic holiday celebrated by all species with the Wookiee planet of Kashyyyk selected to host the festivities that year. Chewbacca's family, father Itchy, wife Mala, and son Lumpy were introduced with the writers leaving gaps for executive producers Dwight Hemian and Gary Smith to insert celebrity guest stars and musical acts. So they wrote it as a variety show. The, the, the writers who wrote it as a variety show of the time. And so they left gaps. And that's where a lot of the problems start happening is that there's the, the story, overarching story of the holiday special is okay. But the, the gaps are, there's just random gaps. There's a lot of misconceptions. A lot of people say that like, this is George's mistake and George did it or didn't do it. So George came in and said, has said in Empire 2009, they, they told him you can promote the film by doing the TV special. So I kind of got talked into doing the special. So basically he said, he claims that he didn't really want to do it. And then he decided he was talked into do it because they could do the film and, and promote the film and keep the idea in the public eye. Mm -hmm. then there's also description is that if he did the special there was a possibility fox and cbs would fund star wars cartoons which he later did do um some star wars cartoons then george he left the picture very early like he he kind of did not participate in the directing of the the holiday special a big Problem with the reason he can't get his name completely off of it and say that he wasn't involved is that he they he came up with the idea for it being a focus on Chewie, Chewbacca, and his family. He's also the one who demanded that the Wookiees were not translated and talked in Sheree
1: Rook. The writers have said, we had concerns
2: about the Wookiee sounds without subtitles, but George said, this is the story I want to tell.
1: Everything always goes well when he demands things. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. So tell us more of the history. I don't want to. I don't want to jump the gun and start getting into. This is a problem. You can say
2: problem. Yes. The the. Oh yes. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more of the history. But so, George left the picture. It was kind of once he left, it was kind of a runaway production. Lucas walked away, and there weren't there wasn't anybody fighting for it. The script completely had to be reworked. It kept getting reworked and reworked, moving away into this bizarre land. They were trying to make one kind of thing and I was trying to make another. Ended up being a weird hybrid of the two. That's what George is stating. That he kind of made a script, because it is, technically it is based off of an, an old script that George wrote, but it has been altered massively to that. So, according to this, This is George statements. The special from 78 really didn't have much to do with us. You know, Lucas told static multimedia.com. I can't remember what network it was on, but it was a thing that they did. We kind of let them do it. It was done by, I can't even remember who the group was, but they were a variety TV guys. We let them use the characters and stuff. And that probably wasn't the smartest thing to do, but you learn from those experiences. So according to George, again, he claims that he had nothing to do with it.
0: Hmm.
2: But writers have it, have stated that he did not, they wanted to change a few things and George was like, nope, can't do that. So it's a bit of George wanting his wanting his cake and eating it too.
1: Yep, uh, that's a good way to put it.
2: <laughs> yep. There was a director, David Akumba, in the, in the very beginning, that he was there for about one or two scenes. He then left because he just did not work. David Akumba wasn't used to shooting television, using five cameras, everything shooting at the same time. He was very indignant about his own lack of knowledge and he did not get along with some of the producers. Uh, Akumba left after only shooting a number of scenes. It's very obvious throughout the show that Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford did not wanna be there. Part of Carrie Fisher's deal was that she got to sing a song. (laughs) So she would not do the show unless she had a a song. There's a seat where Ford was sitting in the Millennium Falcon, and he just wanted to get his lines done, and he made that very clear. Harrison Ford has stated, it was in my contract. There was no way, no known way to get out of it. (laughs) Mark Hamill says, I initially said that I didn't want to do it, but George said it would help keep Star Wars in the consciousness, and I wanted to be a team player, so I did it. And I also said that I didn't think Luke should sing, so they cut that number.
0: But they were going to have Luke oh. sing?
2: Apparently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm glad they cut that one.
2: Yep. Oh, man. No, no offense,
0: Mark. <laughs> but, yeah,
2: no. so Mark asked them not to have him sing. Now, a little bit of a positive here, this is sort of history, but so when they were filming the cartoon, because the cartoon is the only thing that George Lucas actually thinks is any good, and is the only thing that has been officially released by Lucasfilm on hard copy as a bonus feature of one of their versions of the one of the films. I think it's Revenge of the Sith or something, or one of those, but he's released the, the cartoon the performers generally came in and nailed the lines, whereas Mark Hamill was anxious to try different things in the recording booth. And as we all know, he went off to be a very successful voice actor in the Joker. So mm-hmm. it was he was he was playing around and, and being a visionary to start with. A couple more small things, according to Bay Arthur. This is the girl. This is the woman who sings the song uh, in the bar. Okay. she says it was a wonderful time but I had no idea it was even part of the whole Star Wars thing. I just remember singing with a bunch of people with funny heads. Nice. And according to the producers, Bay Arthur was known to be for being a little cold and demanding on set. She's known for that as well as uh, as part of the Golden Girls. She went on to be a Golden Girl. So, But also there was a lot of problems on set. So... All the characters from the bar were there at the bar. However, they forgot to pump oxygen into the masks. Uh So characters were fainting left and right. Wow. Due to heat. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the the thing that I was told that I found a lot is that like with the Wookiee suits and all that kind of stuff, they did not plan on it being so hot. And so they were literally had... And not to jump the gun a little bit, but literally at the the end scene where they're all where all the Wookiees are are draped in in red, the reason for that is there's a ton of ton of them. And so they didn't have enough money for all the suits and they didn't want these people to be in like roasting.
1: <laughs> so when you say that they
0: didn't plan for the heat, did they not plan for the Wookiee suit being so hot or were they filming at someplace hot?
2: A little bit of both of like just the studio itself was so hot. Okay. Like with all the lights in everything. Right, I know
0: it gets really warm in there, but I didn't know. It yeah. just-
2: no, and they did not plan for the suit, the Wookiee suits or just the other suits or anything because I know in what I found that the Biff band, mm-hmm. a couple of those guys passed out and needed needed oxygen
0: mm-hmm. between takes. <laughs> Oof. So. And this is supposed to be bringing peace and joy and the remembrance of life. (laughs) Yeah, that Uh, wasn't that message the holiday special gives us.
1: Right. This is also
2: supposed to be an annual event. They wanted to do it every year, but it was so bad they didn't even get. They didn't even release it to any official version. So, what do you
0: think about that? to me like that history just kind of sums up like what a hot mess the holiday special is
2: yeah so maybe you want to be a little nicer to it huh
0: yeah be a little nicer because they were going through a lot this
1: is a lot they're
0: professionals it's literally their job to put together a cohesive production (laughs) and you can't do that
1: exactly yeah (laughs) it it takes a lot for something to be this bad Mm -hmm. it's it's (laughs) yeah everything you just talked about just makes me just it makes more and more sense as to why this was so bad
2: the end scene also where they go inside the tree of life and everything literally they did not have money for an end scene so they're like get us a bunch of candles go about buy as many candles as you can and put us on a soundstage and that's it (laughs) (laughs) they did not have any money at the end (laughs) that's the last thing they filmed
1: And the fact that Harrison Ford just wanted to just get his lines out as fast as possible and, and get out of there is just just a just a cherry on top of the on a terrible Sunday for that. Just just get me out of here, man. Uh,
2: I find that so hilarious because from me watching it, I actually think he puts forth the best performance out of all <laughs> of them. Like I think I think Carrie Fisher phones it. I think Mark phones it. It's, it's hilarious how much they phone it I think. And yeah, so, but, but for, for me, it's like, oh, it's Harrison Ford. He's actually like trying to act, but that might just be his, his own gravitas and stuff like that, but sure. Okay, so that's our wonderful history. Yes, we're gonna start with talking about the negative So you guys can chat because you all like your, you have your negative pieces and I'll bring up information but what do you guys think is so bad about the holiday special
1: i got a bad feeling about this well for me it just yeah, uh, for 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 the scenes that i've watched uh, you know granted i'm coming into this a bit cold because i haven't actually watched it from end to end but you know the parts that i've i've watched are they were just so boring for one thing and you know it, some of these scenes just seemed to go on forever. They just dragged and dragged. And it was just, they got progressively worse as they, as they kept going, you know. So, and they didn't make any sense. You're just watching this and you're like, how is this progressing the plot or adding to the overall story at all? And afterwards, you're just like, wow, I, <laughs> I just watched that and you're left with that feeling of I'll never get that time back. <laughs> I just I put all this time into watching this thinking I was going to get to get to a a you know an end or or a better part of the story and it just doesn't come. And yeah. Uh, and I don't know to me yes it was from the 70s but it just looks bad. It just looks really bad like I don't know just yeah. Uh, from Luke's golden, shiny jacket to some of the Wookiees just look bad. And yeah, that's, that's <laughs> just a little bit for me.
2: <laughs> just to give you all some context, there is the opening scene, which is with, with Han and Chewie. Once they actually get to Sheik, there's nine minutes of uninterrupted, only Wookiee speak.
1: Yes, that's what I mean. Exactly. It's hilarious. I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's okay, awful. But, yeah, but that's the thing though. Like, okay, it it might be uh, at the beginning it might be hilarious. Oh yeah, that's funny. Like this is ridiculous. But then it keeps going and it doesn't mm-hmm. stop. And then that's when you're like, what is happening? The comedy fades away. And you're like, this is just I'm not having a good time anymore. Now, I'm still listening to these these you know creatures speak, and there's no captions. We're not supposed. To, I mean, you can kind of gather what they're talking about based on you know what they're doing and you know, the the their tone of their growls. <laughs> but it just it, uh, it, yeah, it, you're just left there like, <laughs> what's happening, Sarah?
0: And uh, I, no, I completely agree with that. I. <laughs> I you know, the the part of the art of comedy is, you know, when to call it quits, you know, like the third time you do a shtick, it might be funny, but the fourth or fifth, no. So again, yeah, like the first minute or two, I'm like, okay, this is kind of funny, but we'll get some kind of subtitles or like Han will come back or, you know, we'll have someone intervene so we can get a little bit more context and it never happens. So you're just sitting there lost for nine minutes of this special, like what the heck is going on?
2: But that's what's so funny. It's so bad. It's funny. I'm not arguing here that this is a good movie. No, I'm, I'm arguing that it is so bad. It's so good.
1: Right, but it 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 just it it transforms from being so bad. It's funny to just being so bad. And like you said, it, it you got to know when to stop because <laughs> the funny part ends. And yeah, I I, I can't sit through it. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Anything else you'd quick like to add on the topic of, of the the Wookiees? Wookiee speaker? Just any?
0: To me, it's a little demeaning to Mala and Lumpy, and I forgot the dad's name. Itchy. Itchy. Thank you. Legitimately, <laughs> just I'm Itchy. Yeah, I forgot. Anyway, <laughs> um,
1: that's a family me- name. <laughs>
0: Uh, but to me, the just having all of that without, you know, translating it, it doesn't do anything to humanize them. It, you know, I think Star Wars certainly in the original trilogy era kind of had a bit of an issue of here's all of our humanoid people and we're going to like follow them and praise them and like, you know, Chewbacca doesn't get a medal after the Battle of Yavin and it's like alien species are second class citizens and. I'm getting a little political
2: here. You are getting a very little political here. I'll stop
0: myself (laughs) off. To to me, it's like it wasn't like saying, oh, the Wookiees are just like us. They're just, you know, a different species and speak a different language. It's just like it, to me, it furthered the gap between humanoids and Wookiees.
2: Okay. 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 So then we will move on into our next section of the film. We have our wonderful acrobats.
1: Oh, oh, oh <laughs> the acrobats!
2: How do you feel about the acrobats? Uh,
1: okay, so just just remind me of the scene again because I'm blanking. So it's it's aren't they they they're tiny little acrobats, right? Yeah,
2: yes. Lumpy brings the them Virtual, up. yeah, they get pulled virtual up. When, tiny it's acrobats. a virtual acrobats.
1: Yeah. Oh right, and don't they like start talking or nope. like they don't talk. They talk don't. At all. It's just okay. All right. Oh yeah. You're okay. Thinking so, the, yeah.
2: you're thinking of a later scene of virtual Jefferson Starship, which we will talk about later. But oh, Okay. Yeah. There there's there's multiple
1: virtual pieces here. Okay. All right. All right. So then yeah, okay. So when I, for when I remember of the acrobat scene then I just, it's it's just another one of those scenes that just kind of goes on forever, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will I will
2: I will fully not come to the defense of this scene cuz this one I will say is boring and not bad it's good because it's literally just we're watching people do acrobats with weird zany music because it's like <laughs> meow, 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 music so that one yeah. i will not yeah. come to the fence up but
1: <laughs> the runtime of that scene is you know what, like how long four four we have to watch five minutes
2: like three minutes it's really,
1: it yeah. really three oh, minutes? it's a while yeah. okay
0: No, to me that it just highlights like the lack of plot in this thing. You know, when I first watched the holiday special, like I didn't realize like variety shows were actually a thing in the 70s. Like it's fairly common to have a variety hour. And so if that was an homage to that, you know, millennial Sarah didn't understand that. Um, But even like with that, to me, this is you have the juxtaposition of like, it's so important for us to get back to life day and there's stormtroopers in the house. And like, you have this, we haven't even gotten to that part yet well i know but i'm saying like there's an actual plot there or they're trying to have an actual plot and you're like okay no, we're gonna go play video games for 10 minutes yeah. or we're gonna go watch a video for 10 minutes i'm like you're trying to set up some kind of suspense and you're negating the actual plot which you say is super important because like this is a very special celebration and then you, you just go watch videos it's like the equivalent of watching youtube videos <laughs> Yep. Is, Doesn't is make the, sense. Is the
1: empire is the empire supposed to be occupying Kashyyyk? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. All right.
2: Okay. So, but so it was poor, so poorly received by George Lucas that publicly announced that there would be never another TV program, which is a lie because aha, we got a new
0: one. But not under his not control. under George. You're yeah. right. Right.
2: Uh, but. Yes, so let's just kind of go through our plot. Our first
0: plot is that, Sarah, what is the plot of Star Wars Holiday Special? Do you know? From what I remember from my two viewings, one almost a year ago, the the, the most recent one, it's trying to get all of the gang back together on Kashyyyk to celebrate Life Day, which I understood was just a Wookiee celebration but the Empire is obviously looking for Chewbacca and Han, Luke and Leia, because they're part of the rebellion. So there's that little bit of a tension. And I don't remember how they get that cleared up, but they do. And then they celebrate a very happy life day amongst every fog machine on the studio or in the studio.
2: Ethan, do you have anything?
1: Can you add to that plot a little bit, at all? Uh, no, that that was my that was basically my general understanding of the plot too. Was that they were yeah, celebrating life day, and the empire was looking for for the main characters uh, after they blew up the first Death Star, which you think they would be looking for them a lot more aggressively, but uh, yeah, that's my only understanding of the plot. Okay. Yeah.
2: So then we're going to go through each, uh, we're going to go through this, because that is generally the the, the plot, because I've seen this a lot. I've seen this every year since college. Uh, is, yes. Wow. I watch it every year. It's amazing, yeah, I, you guys.
1: I guess, I guess I just didn't, I guess when you said every year, I guess I didn't believe every year. <sighs>
0: <laughs> he's a little. He's a literal man. Ethan. A he says fan. every
1: year. I he argue "Yeah, year. that's true." He means every year. All right. Well. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, <laughs>
2: come on. So, so to start off, Chewbacca and Han are trying to get back to Kashyyyk for life day. They somehow rope James Earl Jones to do lines. I've heard. I haven't been able to find out if this is true. I've heard that that's a, a cut scene from the original Star Wars, A New Hope. Oh. <laughs> that's what I've heard. But I haven't, started. I, I don't know. So they are trying to, they try to get away. So they're trying to get to Chewbacca. Chewbacca's family is preparing for him and Mala starts getting worried. And so Mala contacts Luke Skywalker. What do you remember about Luke Skywalker and Mala conversations, Sarah? Anything?
0: Well, he understands her.
2: No, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. No,
0: I bet I remember him.
2: He's he's reading her signs. He's reading. He's he's like the rest of us, where he's trying to just kind of interpret from her.
0: Then I don't remember the conversation. Okay, I only bring
2: it up because I find it hilarious. His his the way he looks is hilarious. His his haircut is just terrible.
0: See, just another line in the column of Star Wars Holiday Special is bad. But
2: that's funny. It's funny. You
0: have a sick sense of humor. I this. do, apparently.
2: <laughs> apparently, but no, I find that that piece funny, and semi-like problematic too. Is because like at the very end, he's Luke's like, hey, let's look better, and or, let's be happy. Like I'm sure they're on their way. And then Mala's like, rub, 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 rub. and then Luke goes, come on, give me a smile. That's what I want to see. And it was, it's like that weird, like, we gotta, we gotta, gotta look good. Like, gotta, gotta, it, I don't know. To me, it reads weird.
0: Well, it's either weird Ooh. or he's treating a grown, Kashik female, like a child. It's like a child. And or, either way is that. Or
2: he's like hitting on her.
0: And that's that. Yeah. Why'd you have to bring that up in
2: my head? Uh, you never thought of that? No. no. Oh, I, I thought think like of- that's where I went. To, like I thought he was being like demeaning to her and like like, come on, mama, there it
1: is. There it is. Oh. No, I don't I don't um. get that vibe. That's weird. No. <laughs> yeah, heck no. Yeah, oh. no, I get I get I get the vibe of like, yeah, just talk, kind of talking down to this this other life form, you know, kind of seeming superior. Yeah, I get, that. Both I get that.
0: Have the listeners tweet in and, and yeah, see if have comes what they think support no, you. No. Yeah, that's support right.
2: Support who? It doesn't I don't care. care. Yes, you're right. Then Mala contacts our local
0: trader. Oh, that guy! But that guy! I totally forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, do you know anything about this local trader?
1: No, I, I don't remember that scene. Or I haven't seen that one. Oh, he's in. He's in
2: most of the movies, So yeah, it's fine. He's not in many of the famous scenes, so that's probably why you haven't okay. seen him. But right. But yes, so she contacts him and his name is named Soon Don. And through coded working, because he's weirdly selling things to the Empire. You remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> weirdly selling the like, cock junk to the Empire. There's a whole infomercial for a grooming kit. And he's just like, it does this, it does this, 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 this I'm like, what's happening? This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. What's happening? And so then through coded words, he says that she's that they're on their way. Mala then tries to make Bantha surprise. You remember this scene now? So whip, so whip stir, whip
0: stir, yeah because then she follows along with a video
2: which is a Julia Child Make Fun Yeah with Harvey Corman as a six-armed chef. Yes, that's yes. <laughs> so have you have you seen that scene, Ethan? Yes. Yes, And yep. what did you think of that?
1: It's just, it, it looked so bad. Here's this guy who, you know, he's cooking with, with six arms and four of them are clearly prosthetics or, you know, just these kind of flailing, <laughs> you know, They're not arms. prosthetics, they're,
2: they're okay, that's, that, that's mad, that's, that's, you're, now you're criticizing legitimate artisanship of two people had to be behind his back and actually do stuff. Now come on
1: now. Right. Come was, on sorry. now. Sorry. <laughs> Prosthetic is the wrong word. But it's still, it still it was just, it looked bad, man.
2: Yeah. And okay.
1: I, I remember the dialogue just being really weird. I should go, I I should go back and watch the scene again, but I just remember it all just being like really kind of cringy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay. Very much agree. I think it's hilarious cringe though. So again, <laughs> amazing. He, so our uh, our trader shows up to their house and brings gifts. And he brings a gift for Itchy.
0: Oh, the, the adult entertainment.
1: Yeah! Do you remember, do you know this even? You remember oh. this scene? It doesn't ring a bell. Oh, my oh gosh, uh... dude.
2: It's so good. No, it's not. Oh. No. Oh. Yes, it is. It is so good, man. So, he literally brings in a a video, a virtual video, and he's he sits itchy down and then puts in a tape, and then a... Diane Carroll, famous singer at the time, in a holographic video, literally comes on in like a silky, sheer kind of dress and proceeds to state the lines of, I exist for you, as you create me. Oh, yes, I can feel my creation.
1: See, you're laughing. You're laughing. It's so good.
0: Victory is mine. Victory, I win. It's so bad. It's good. No, 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 no. It's so bad. It's good. Let Ethan catch his breath and tell you what he thinks.
1: Oh. Wow. I don't know how I, I. I think I had seen that scene before, but not in uh, forever. Certainly not enough to remember (laughs) that. Oh, wow.
0: It's very disturbing.
1: You know, it's it's funny. Oh, that's horrific. Yeah, but
2: amazing horrific.
1: Oh, oof.
0: But Star Wars is supposed Uh, to be for kids. That is clearly not for kids.
1: I don't know who that target demographic was, but I sure hope it wasn't, it wasn't kids, man. I was like, that was like the scene for the weird dad after the kids get snacks or go to the bathroom or something. Like, mm-hmm. gross, dude. That's so, man, I don't know how that script makes it through that many people without somebody going, hmm, this is a little weird. Or like, uh, even, even while filming it, you're like, mm, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> or this is giving me the creeps. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will. I will admit. Uh, I will admit though that uh, on first viewing, that was hysterically awful.
2: Yes. Yes. I got him on one. i bought got but, him. It's almost there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I take that as victory. I,
1: yes, but after that initial laughter goes away and you dissect the actual scene and you realize how kind of creepy and messed up it is then it sort of
2: that's what the 70s were if you watch the whole thing it's like a bad acid trip
0: like (laughs) (laughs) again bad bad no it's an acid trip it's great Mm -hmm. it's great
2: (laughs) so that's wonderful so then next piece of our plot is Stormtroopers storm into the house looking for rebels. And luckily, our local trader is here because he is going to distract the wonderful stormtroopers with virtual Jefferson
0: Starship. Wait, that's how that comes up? Yeah. (laughs) He's distracting the stormtroopers with a video?
2: Yeah. You didn't remember this?
0: No. He's literally like, the, they're throwing things around the house. And he's like, hey, 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 look at this. No wonder the rebels won. <laughs> Again, no plot. If this was so urgent to find the rebels, the stormtroopers are better in their training. They're more diligent servants of the empire. And they wouldn't be distracted by a holographic concert.
1: Mm-hmm yeah to be fair it's one officer who he distracts like so it's not yeah his troops are yeah i don't know so to put to put blame on the whole squad i think is a is a little much (laughs) there are probably some. you have to watch the
2: whole episode dude
1: yeah sarah's basing
2: this on whole episode whole show watching (laughs) it's it's gold it's gold no, actually, I will say the Jefferson Starship one. I was really bored with that. That because the song itself is really boring. It's
0: like the sky on, fire.
2: and that's all they say. They like saying that just continually.
0: So with all of these things, you keep saying that it's bad.
2: No, it's I've only bad. given you two.
0: That's still two out of a lot.
2: Out of a lot it is not so. You're two gonna, out of a lot is not good.
0: Well. Everything we've talked about so far. You're like, "Yeah, it's bad." No, I've not said What are you talking about? I've said two things out of everything we've
2: talked about. I've talked about the greatness of the Wookiee speak, the greatness of the itchy VR whatever. <laughs> I've thought talked about the Oh,
0: so it's the it's it's all of the holographic table bits you don't like. It's
2: just the two holographic table bits. Okay. That are like those are boring. Those don't help. Everything else is gold. Don't you air quote me.
1: Gold. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So, and this is where it also goes a little off the rails, which I find hilarious. You guys don't. But literally that happens. And then a minute or two later, the officer says, keep your lumpy quiet. Keep him busy. So Mala plops him in front of another recorder and we get to another sidebar. So it's we don't get to move the plot very much here. But we do get the cartoon, which is the only thing that George had anything to do with and he's actually pretty happy with how that turned out. The big positive of the whole entire special is it gave us this cartoon and this cartoon gave us
0: who? Boba Fett.
1: Yes, the yeah. first
2: introduction of Boba Fett.
1: And fun fact, I believe the only other Star Wars character that was first a like a TV show character that made the jump to the big screen was uh, from Rogue General One. General Grievous? No, no, no. Yes. Oh, OK. Yes, but then I'm thinking of- um uh, Yes. He is a first uh, he is first a Clone Wars character. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. That was just a little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, yeah. Boba Fett.
2: Yeah. You guys now, don't is like it, that cartoon?
1: Is his vo- is his voice in the animated one? Is that the same actor who plays him no. in Empire Strike?
2: Okay. No. You don't enjoy the cartoon, Sarah?
1: No. What's wrong with the cartoon?
0: I felt it was weird. So in a sense, like Lumpy is watching a, a cartoon, right? Like that that's what we're supposed to be getting. But it's yep. like all of the characters that are real life characters. Yep. And so like they made them as a cartoon. So me, it'd be like we're gonna watch a cartoon about like our politicians.
2: It's rebel propaganda.
0: And see, I and I guess I never thought about it that way. Really? Like when when Lumpy literally like slams his hand down is the and we cut out of the cartoon
2: when the Imperial guy walks by. <sighs> Never put that together?
0: Well I mean like I just assumed because it like I mean I get I did, but like to me it was still really weird. Like why would you make a cartoon with the rebels? A little, yeah. I <laughs> don't deny that it, it's weird. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the art is awful. No one looks like their actual <laughs> real-life selves. <laughs> so I, w- I will say that some of my dislike for the cartoon is from when I originally watched the Star Wars Holiday Special, because when I was first getting into Star Wars, I was very concerned about what was canon and what was not, because I wanted to like make sure I understood what Star Wars was. So I really wanted to focus on what was canon. And that's just the way that Junior High Sarah worked. Um, But I was like, is the cartoon canon because it's Han, Luke, and Leia, and Chewie? Or is it not because it's a cartoon? And I just couldn't handle it.
1: (laughs) Ethan, have you seen the cartoon? I have seen the cartoon.
2: All right, what did you Um, think?
1: I haven't watched the cartoon in a long time, but I remember watching it when I was younger so it was more entertaining for me because I just you know basically I went into that I watched that cartoon part without without seeing like the rest of the movie or anything so mm-hmm. I felt that I felt it was kind of entertaining good yeah no
2: a lot so, of people do yeah that is that is the big positive I mean George liked it so much that he worked with the pro the the group that did it Nelvana Nelvana is a Canadian company that he Uh, worked with and then he did work with them on 1980s Saturday cartoons droids and Ewoks so that is considered the the very big positive of it
0: and I understand a lot of fans really liking because that's where we get Boba Fett because he's a very loved character yeah but again like it makes no sense to me
2: (laughs) (laughs) And this is where we are different because it makes no sense, but it's amazing to laugh through. Okay, that ends, and Lumpy goes upstairs to his room, and they have torn up his bedroom and torn up his, his little panther, tear its head off, make him all sad. Mm-hmm. You weren't, you didn't, didn't feel sad for him there. I did. You did I there. Did a- Cause you to feel emotion positive. Check one for Alex win. Why? No. Why is it a
1: ban? Why is it a bantha too? Aren't there native Kashyyyk creatures that they could have made a <laughs> made for him?
2: Because it's a to- there's an actual bantha toy. They want the kids to have the bantha toy.
1: I know, but just ugh. I guess I'm not familiar with Kashyyyk uh, Wildlife but you'd think that they could make something cute <laughs> to sell Bantha makes no sense.
2: Okay so they tear off the body the head so Lumpy pulls out a translation device and he starts trying to put that together but he has to watch a video <laughs> to create it and <laughs> It's Harvey again, playing a droid that keeps powering
0: down. Isn't that great? No. No. This this Wookiee family is too dependent on technology. Clearly, there's a sickness in their society, or in this family, that they're too <laughs> dependent on technology to function. <laughs> It's a variety show. You got to have a variety. These are the gaps that they left. These are the gaps that were filled in. You should have just cut them and made the thing shorter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Any thoughts on the, the translator? Uh, uh, I just, it, yeah, just just another scene that just I didn't enjoy unnecessary. <laughs> yep. You're right. It, this family, yeah, needs needs too much technology to, to, to function. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about that point, but it, it, it becomes more and more clear. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> we then move on
2: and we finish our video there. And guess what? Another video! You remember this video? No. The bar! Oh, you don't remember the bar scene? Nope.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey! <laughs>
2: Okay, the bar scene where we have Harvey again showing up. And really? What? Yes, he's everywhere. Why?
1: <laughs> because they paid him.
0: They like they couldn't have got they could have got other people and had some money left in the budget for their life tree.
2: <laughs> uh yeah. So they end up at the Cantina Bar on Tatooine. And Harvey's got a love crush on Bay Arthur as Ekmena. And when she somehow, I don't know how, but we're we're watching the cantina somehow. And then inside the cantina, we get some inception here because we're watching a TV show of Tatooine. And then on Tatooine, there's another show that pops on that says we're canceling everybody from being outside. And every, and I'm just like, wow, we're going inside movie, and move. wow. So crazy inception. And so then she has to get everybody to leave and nobody wants to leave. And so then she gets to sing, good night, but not goodbye to the tune of the Cantina song. Just one more ride.
1: You know, time, friend, time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.
2: Didn't you ever want lyrics to the Cantina Band song? No.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Boy, you guys are a tough crowd over here. Oh, it's so good. You're destroying the beauty of John Williams' work with what Mm. trash.
2: The trash that was? Yeah. (laughs) I will say the first time I saw it, I was pretty upset. See? See? Repeated viewings,
0: though. Repeated viewings. That's the key. Repeated viewings. Psychological torture. No. You just weigh yourself down enough. But you cave. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: We keep it going. <laughs> we keep that sucker going. It's going. It's Thank part you. of my two okay. movies. Two movies I got to watch every year at, around Christmas. Star Wars Holiday Special, Die Hard. Those are the only two.
1: I watch A Christmas Story. Uh, we just watched It's a Wonderful Life, which isn't a Christmas, uh, not technically a Christmas movie, I don't think. But Are you kidding me? It's one of the biggest Christmas movies. Well,
0: it's like the bulk yeah, of, like, it's, just because the, what, like, 10 minutes takes place on Christmas Eve.
2: And then Christmas yeah. morning. Like, the whole movie takes place on Christmas. He kills himself on Christmas Eve.
0: Spoilers.
2: Or tries
1: to. <laughs> I mean, the movie came yeah. out in 1920s. Or not that
2: late. Four, not that late,
1: 40, but 45.
2: 45, yeah. So if you're not on It's Wonderful Life, I'm sorry. you. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> okay anyway yeah, Sarah yeah, do you have are, any those are mine those are yours Sarah do you have any
0: the Charlie Brown specials and then Elf are the big ones I I go back and forth with the Polar Express I really love the storybook and sometimes when I watch the movie I really like it and then sometimes I'm like not as into it as others
2: so anyway back to our wonderful special
0: mm uh-huh you wanted to be here you right. wanted to be here I am I, I am still very glad to be here but this <laughs> is part of the controversy like we're gonna get heated we're gonna get tipped and I'm gonna <laughs> roll my eyes when you say that the holiday special is good <laughs> I, I know what I signed up for
1: okay Right. <laughs> exactly
2: all right so next in our story we have our wonderful video art that finally gets all the the people out and as the farewell song ends, uh, Lumpy tries to get all of the star or all the stormtroopers to leave with his translation device, but it does not work. And one of them is about to get mad at him, and then runs and runs outside, which is a wonderful canvas painting. <laughs> The outside is a canvas painting.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. And then this is the exact time that Chewbacca and Han Solo come. And Han does a nice juke move to get the Stormtrooper to jump off the the ledge and and go and die. So (laughs) it's so good. How is this not good? Oh. Also, we missed a piece in there. Somewhere in the long she cut they contact Princess Leia and, and and C3PO. And so that's again a fun interaction. It's so fun. I mean, no disrespect to, to Carrie Fisher, but I'm pretty sure she was high during this, this whole special.
0: I was gonna say that's one of the few things I know about it, is a lot of fans speculate she Never came to set sober.
2: Yeah, yep. She, she yeah. was on the something. way. She's looking in there. She's she's looking not not present. Yeah. So, and so finally, Han shows up. Chewie shows up. They all show up, and then it's time for our celebration, and then we have a whole boatload of
0: Wookies in red robes walking into the sun to me that whole scene just felt very (laughs) cultish
1: yeah you get some major cult vibes
0: yeah and to me because it's like they're making such a big deal out of life day and how it's so important and then when we get to that i'm like this is it (laughs) (laughs) this is your big super important celebration you wear robes with candles and walk into the sun yep it, it left a little to be desired for me. Like, I was uh, expecting uh, fireworks.
2: Fireworks. Oh, you're thinking of the 4th of July there. babe.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah. But, like, something on that level, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, not that. <laughs> not walking into the sun. <laughs>
0: yeah. I like how in all of the holiday specials, like, it starts to snow and they go play out in the snow. And, like, I under- well, like, I understand you can't on Kashyyyyk, but
2: I hope you know that.
0: I was gonna say in the new Lego special, they they it snows on Kashyyyk.
2: That's right, for they but they do state it's so impractical. It's, it's so it yeah, happens. the odds of
0: this happening are uh,
2: mm, mm, un, unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, so we end up inside this tree, the tree of life, because they call it the tree of life. Mm-hmm. And there we get. And a more of you guys' hate, I'm sure, is gonna be, is our wonderful reaction to Carrie Fisher singing to the Star Wars theme.
1: A day that breathes.
2: did point that out to you
0: yeah yeah and no to me it felt very much like she asked for this they are not like carrie you have such a wonderful voice how about we include this it's like give me a song she's
2: not bad i would i would not say she's her singing is bad i would say the the song is not good right but like and her i would say she's not bad but she's not good like, it's not like a, I would, you should be asked to do this, but it's, I don't want to, it should not be said that, like, she was, like, cringy as she was singing. Like, the sound, like, her voice was not cringy. It was more of just, like, this is, you're not great at this. Why is this happening?
0: No, that's fair. And I know for me, it's, like, this, is a lot of it comes from, this is a really bad song. Yes, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we're, we're at a better song. I may have some different feelings on it, but it just felt so shoehorned. Yes, me.
1: Yep, uh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: then we get wonderful scenes of all of uh, a new hope and all of a new hope and we get uh, all that wonderful jazz and then that's our ending, so.
1: Oh yeah, all that wonderful stuff, love it. <laughs> and it finally ends. It finally ends. Yeah, what is the, what is the run time? 98 you know? minutes. 98 minutes
2: an hour and
1: a half okay wow I mean with the
0: amount of plot they had it really should have been a half hour spot
1: <laughs> you have just tucked it right in with the Charlie Brown special you know right I mean, you right got, yeah <laughs> you know, that whole thing it's
2: two hours with uh with the commercial though so wow. yeah you don't have to watch it this year with me <laughs> oh might drag Ethan into it. We might well, do. I kind of want to now. We might do a. <laughs> we might do a uh, for the special for the podcast a, a, an
0: audio yeah. track along with it. <laughs> just comment through it. Oh yeah, so the the listeners at home could pop.
2: They could pop us in, on... in our comments
0: here and just just,
2: yeah. just yeah. listen to us talk about it. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If, if there we'll wasn't a, a rate, if there wasn't a raging pandemic, I'd want to like come over. And,
2: yes, you know? a very much agreed. Yeah. Um right. so.
1: We'll see. Maybe we'll hold off on that
2: and maybe do that next year so that we can actually get together and do it. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So to wrap us up here quickly, we have people saying that the Boba Fett cartoon looks bad. Yep. So in Sarah's defense, because a lot of people like it, but uh, so the designs and movements of characters are downright bizarre, prompting the audience to wonder whether the animators had even actually seen A New Hope. Luke himself looks like an escaped mental patient who just came back from a makeover while Han's nose is longer than his blaster. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They also say that this movie, it serves as a reminder that even in the earliest days of Star Wars, George Lucas and company were willing to put their good names on a steaming pile of bantha fodder.
0: Well, it's, it's the old saying like any news is good news so as long as you keep your name out in
2: any any publicity any
0: publicity is good publicity keep your name out there
2: yep and then it is also a monument to the fact that lucas's spin-off empire which spanned both decades and mediums started off with a stumble that makes the phantom menace look like the empire strikes back and those are from the consequence of sound star wars holiday special should never be forgotten so that series. And then I have a lot of the information, the history and stuff I got, I got that from mentalfloss.com, the dark side of the holiday special, where they got put again, put together a ton of different account or different interviews with the directors and producers and stuff like that. So quickly we're gonna jump into the positives. Uh, the, few, the few people who the say the few collect- people you know. that like it.
0: This is where the fun begins.
2: So I actually found there is a Star Wars Holiday dot com that was created on the 40th anniversary of the Star Wars Holiday Special by a guy. And this is his explanation for it. It was my first Star Wars film. I was already a huge Star Wars fan, but though I already had toys and trading cards and had read the comics and the novel, I had not seen the actual Star Wars movie yet. So it had a profound effect on me one that eventually turned into an obsession. Once it became clear the holiday special was never to be aired again, then that's from Mm -hmm. Scott Kirkwood. Another positive is the Boba Fett cartoon. So some history with that is that, and the positives is that CBS wanted, wanted Lucas to use one of the LA studios, like Hanna Barbera, who did most of the Saturday morning cartoons, but Lucas from the beginning had a thing for independent companies, people who weren't in LA. So he went off and got a Canadian studio called Nelvana. The brief cartoon, Yarn, does feel the most Star Wars-y of anything in the special, with a space-bound adventure, a shocking twist, and a new planet bustling with unusual alien life. And, as I said earlier, it is the only piece of the holiday special that George Lucas acknowledges is any good. hmm Then I have the people that are from my neck of the woods who say that it is amazing because it's funny and hilarious. So it does offer a handful of redeeming moments, however few and far between they may be. (laughs) The highlight of the piece is Bay Arthur's soft warbled number, Good Night But Not Goodbye, set at the famed cantina on Tatooine. the song the way it integrates the cantina theme deserves some recognition no no
0: nah. i'm going to Debatable. Agree, <laughs> agree to disagree on that fact okay I, i'm glad of that that's someone's favorite part of the special but
2: okay the piece is a cabaret meets cheers tune that the future golden girl star sells like a champ Arthur wanders around the room gamely cavorting with her patrons and almost convinces you that she genuinely harbors some mild bit of affection for these rubber-masked aliens. Yeah, it's good, it's good. And two more. As weird as it is to include in Chewbacca's elderly father watching a suggestive holographic video, Diane Carroll sings the heck out of this minute now. So the song itself is pretty good.
0: But you didn't have to make it so weird.
2: True. It is, it is It is. very weird. Yes. Then there is, while it gives the special itself no credit, the 1970s commercials in most bootleg versions of the film are endlessly fascinating as a time, travel, American culture, and commerce.
0: No, and that's what I, I agreed with you. I mean, I have any history buffer. You know, me, I'm into sociology so anything culture is just like that little snapshot in time Mm -hmm. and it's pretty cool but when the commercial is better than the special (laughs) you have a problem
2: yeah 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 yes okay this wonderful woman that i found on uh, cnet.com she writes in defense of star wars holiday special as it turns 40 is literally just like me I watch it every year as a holiday tradition to amuse myself and horrify my friends. Yes. Yes.
0: Again, as I said earlier, you have a little bit of a sick sense of humor. Yes.
2: (laughs) She also says, because of Lucas's lack of usual attention to Star Wars Project, the show went from being a possible extension of a new hope to a bizarre variety show style farce that could only be appreciated while heavily sedated.
0: See? You gotta, you gotta take part in the adult beverages. Yes. Pass along that eggnogger.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: She personally says she loves the random non can characters, most notably Bay Arthur, who tends bar at the cantina full of aliens, and the Bith band, the Finger and Dan, and the modal nodes.
0: Modal nodes.
2: Modal nodes. This, this is my jam right here. This, the show is practically a masterclass in Wookiee speak. You don't really pay attention to what Wookiees sound like until you're forced to listen to their roars, moans, chuckles, and whines in endless bouts of conversation that never gets subtitled. When I watch the special, I shout out my own Wookiee translations, which are probably way off base from the real plot and a lot more R-rated than they need
1: to be. That would be entertaining if you just spent the time just like adding your own dialogue. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Yes, and Before, she says, before you argue that this kind of absurdist Star Wars action is what makes the show unwatchable, let me remind you that with this camp goes a wide selection of vintage commercials that alone make it worth your while to find the bootlegged copy. My favorites include the sing-along PSA for the Ladies Garment Workers Union, complete with more pantsuits and beehives than a Grease Reunion. You love that song. So while the Star Wars holiday special feels more like a Wookiee reality show, it still holds some magic for those of us who want to believe that somewhere out there Mala's cooking Bantha Surprise and Bay Arthur has a pint waiting for us. So
0: So you found two articles from people that think like you do.
2: That's just two official articles. There are a lot of people out there. Don't you
1: don't you try to pretend there aren't. Yeah, find that whole subreddit. Ugh people who love...
0: Oh, I'm sure there's a whole subreddit
1: mm-hmm. out there. For sure.
0: <laughs> I am sure.
2: All right, final thoughts. Did I change your mind, Ethan? It's good, no. right? Uh, I, I mean,
1: no. You want to watch it's it, not- though. You want to watch it, though. So, ha! Okay. Okay, fine. I, I do want to watch it from beginning <laughs> to end. Win! Win! Victory what? is mine. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's not, it's still not good. You know, I'm not saying things. it's good.
2: I'm saying it's I, hilarious because it's bad.
1: I know. But I, I feel, I have a feeling it like if we decide, if I, if we watch it the whole thing together, I'll, there'll just be a lot of, you know, just
0: groaning. Yes. Me. That's I mean, the just, point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. But, I don't know. but why subject yourself to an hour and a half? You know how much others, cool stuff you can do in an hour and a half like what i mean you can watch elf you can watch the charlie run special like four times
2: that is true that one i will give you <laughs> exactly
0: you can uh make a gingerbread house
2: i'm no good at those
0: well practice makes perfect don't it no not with that <laughs> this sounds like a quitter's attitude
1: oh them's them's fighting words you can just buy the kits now you don't even have to bake it That's buy the dumb. kits and decorate
2: <laughs> all right sarah any any final thoughts on the on the holiday special should the fans go out if they have never seen it before and watch it is it worth seeing at least once
0: no no what like because it's like i would i would say yes but like so, okay, Star Wars fans out there, if you're interested in doing some some deep dives, so you've watched all of the movies, you've watched all of the deleted scenes, you've watched all of Clone Wars and Rebels and Star Wars Resistance, you've read all of the existing canon and you still want some more Star Wars, maybe consider this. But I'm saying, like, consume everything else Star Wars before you get here.
1: Put this on the bottom of your Star Wars to-do list.
0: Yes, it is what I'm saying. Wow! Not even to be like culturally
2: relevant, because now it is officially canon
0: with the new Star Wars holiday special. Because they,
2: because they talk about the life day, and they have the gun from the cartoon
0: in Mandalorian. It doesn't make it canon. Yes, it does. No, it does It so does. All right, that sounds like a whole other uh, episodes probably <laughs> up here. <laughs> I mean like all right fans you're you're the 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 keeper of your time so if you have if you're looking for something else here in our uh, as we enter winter in our uh, social distancing era and not being able to do things this may be worth the watch but during a regular holiday season when you can get together with friends and family and do all sorts of activities I maybe not put this on the the list of holiday traditions (laughs)
2: Boy, I'm just gonna have to agree to disagree with you. So, and, and
0: that's and that's the, the point of the podcast is we Truth. can respect other people's. I respect your love for it. Good, but I I don't feel I need to.
2: You don't need to love it. It is not contingent on our relationship.
0: Well, I'm oh well, I'm glad that's coming out here.
1: Good. <laughs>
2: you were worried there for a little bit, weren't you?
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure our listeners were, your we're, listeners were too.
2: We're so worried.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, yes. All, they're, all
2: is good here yes
0: we're we're doing we're doing good we're doing good
2: all right uh so that is that is us (laughs) that is it for our show thank you for for hanging with us this is a longer episode than usual uh this this is our longest episode yet i think so it was yeah so you can again find us on twitter at who shot one sw pod that's who shot one sw pod and then you can find us also on email who shot first SW at gmail.com who shot first SW at gmail.com. And at, you can just search us on Google or search us also on iTunes and Spotify and all your major podcast networks. I think that's going to do it and have a happy holiday season, everybody where you're at yeah, and stay holidays. safe. Yes. Um, hopefully we're, we're moving through this pandemic and getting to a better place
1: never Never tell us the odds
2: oh that was so good that was so good never tell me the odds people are counting on us the galaxy is coming on us solo we'll figure it out we'll use the force that's
1: not how the force works oh really you're cold don't you turn against me
0: i felt a great disturbance in the force as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror, suddenly silenced.
1: you're not with me, then you're my enemy! You thunder against me! You have done that yourself! Release your anger! Only your hatred can destroy me! I hate you! Bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. You were the chosen!